30 more minutes. Action Sports Jacks. Overtime, Casey Kurtz. Brian Middleton. On a day being celebrated for somebody losing their job. Now, granted, I will give it to you this, folks. It had to happen. And I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. But, man, how did we get here? And we just talked about it for three hours on Action Sports Jacks, and I understand that. But the one thing that just I can't lose in my head is the fact that we are all happy, and by we, I'm clumping in most Jags fans, that Urban Meyer was fired this morning just after midnight. And the reason we're excited about that is because how bad it has been for the last 330 days. And keep in mind, the Jags have it bad always. So imagine how bad it must really be to only make it 300 days into a job. Not important. Here's what is important. I think we're looking over the facts of how bad this was. Like, yes, he was fired, and it's like, okay, we washed our hands with it. This might monumentally be the worst thing to ever happen to the franchise. Like, what if you just ruined Trevor Lawrence doing this? Like, listen, I know we're not going to feel bad about Shad Khan's money, but unless they have some proof that he kicked Josh Lambeau, he's going to have to pay, like, $15 million to get out of this. Like, this... It's happy because it's over, but at the same time, it's sad, and it's unbelievably sad that it's consistently the Jags. And, yeah, it's over, so we're happy, but we're still the laughingstock of the NFL, folks. I hate to tell you. The Texans don't have these optics, and they're trash, which, by the way, probably still going to win on Sunday. Although, I think James Robinson's going to get the football, nevertheless. Um, The Jets don't have these optics. Like, this stuff only happens to the Jags, and that's why it's sad. However... Brian Middleton, in a movie that I've seen one too many times, one Harvey Dent says that the day is darkest just before the dawn. So, are brighter days coming, Brian Middleton, as I welcome you in? What up? I sure hope so. I don't know. What does Mike Burris say? Good one. Right. Okay, so by no? the way, okay. no, let me talk directly to Mike Burris, who's on TV right now, not hearing me. Mike Burrish, bro, listen, I, I, I wouldn't say we're friends because, frankly, you probably don't like me. But we worked together for, like, nine oh. months. Can I please just get a Twitter follow? Like, I'm out here liking weather things, like, consistently and replying to the weather just so he's like, oh, yeah, Casey, we work together. I'll follow him. Nope. Follows Amanda for no reason. Follows you probably. No, he doesn't follow me. I'm going to look it up right now. No, he doesn't follow me. I have, like, ten followers between... IG, Twitter, Snap, Facebook. Mike Burrish, followed by Mike Burrish. It's literally the first thing that comes up when you click on your page. Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, you want to know why? Because I was doing traffic. Uh, Yeah, that's what happened. I was doing traffic. Okay, but that's still. Yeah, I, he doesn't care. I need you, man, please. My life will be complete at that point. No, but anyway, um, I don't know what how we got on that, but please continue on with your thought. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, um, all jokes aside, probably so. It'll probably be a brighter day. The team is probably going to be galvanized this Sunday. Uh, It helps that you're playing somebody, I guess, on your same level. Yeah, that's fair. Skill-wise or talent-wise. Yeah, that's fair. 
it'll probably probably be a good game. Um, you know, and if you get the win, it'll be the cherry on top, and everybody will say that Urban was the issue after all. So, I don't know, Casey, but I tell you what, man. Since you're giving me the floor, please take it. I'm gonna go ahead and jump into my rant. As you know, Casey has something on his mind usually on Mondays. I usually have something on my mind on Thursdays. And I just want to preface this by saying, not all Jags fans, not all media. Uh-oh. Okay? Oh, no. But listen, oh, I like to have fresh takes. Yeah, you do. Okay? And you know, Casey, I really thought about what I wanted to talk about. And honestly, I had my thoughts together for something WNBA-related. I know, right? As much as I talk about WNBA uh, off the record, uh, you would have never guessed that. Yeah. But then I asked myself, do I really feel like getting canceled today? And the answer was no. So, <laughs> good. good. Yeah. So instead, another day. instead, can I please have all Jags fans, huh, national and local media, can y'all please stand up for me real quick? And Urban Meyer, if you're still in Duval, by all means, you can stand up too. It's not necessary. I know you're probably dealing with your realtor right now, and that's okay. Jags players, though, you can sit this one out. This one doesn't concern you guys at all. You take the rest of the show off. You get ready for the Texans, okay? Please. All right. So I actually had a bit of concern, again, like I said, about what I was going to say, almost to the point where I didn't talk about this as well. But, like, Amber Newman told me that Martina McBride told her, do it anyway. So I'm going to do it anyway. That's a country song, by the way, Casey. Do you know it? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you haven't heard it, check it out, all right? It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so back you. to the topic. I get it. Jags fans, local media, even some national media, a lot of y'all are mad. And you should be. I mean, the amount of excitement that surrounded this team coming off of a 1-15 season was incredible, to say the least. But you had Trevor Lawrence and his golden locks coming to town, and you had Urban Meyer, a coach's coach, coming to run this program, and it didn't go the way that you thought it should. Granted. So... Again, all of the frustration is warranted. And the spicy talk about the disappointment in the team, warranted as well. Though I doubt any of y'all would actually say it to the players or coaches' faces with the same energy in a closed-off room, but that's neither here nor there. Casey, I applaud the fans and media for speaking their minds. Mm -hmm. But what's really grinding my gears is this revisionist history, where I'm hearing more and more people talk about how they knew, they knew this wasn't going to work. From fans to social media to local media to national media, now all of a sudden people are acting like they were Marty McFly. You familiar with him? Very. Uh Uh-huh. They went back to the future. Already knew the outcome. Listen, you guys don't have a hoverboard. You don't own a DeLorean. Doc Brown isn't your best friend. Skedaddle with all that. Knock it off, can you? The reality of the matter is that the overwhelming majority of people were like me. They knew Urban Meyer's track record before he came to Jacksonville. They knew he was a bit abrasive in character and knew that he came with some controversy and you all were still excited anyways. Now, I'm not sure how many of us knew that he was getting low-level lap dances practiced on him from Snow Bunnies at his restaurant in Ohio prior to that video, but I digress. It's okay to say that you're disappointed. It's okay to say that you were wrong. But for the 95% of media and fans, you acting now like you knew prior to week one of the football season that this wasn't going to work out. Stop the cap. Cap, 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 cap. Just a bunch of cappers around here, and I ain't talking about the fraternity. Final point, Casey. Yeah. I read on Twitter 
multiple people, fans, blue check marks, saying that Urban's career in coaching is probably done after this. And to that, I say, boy, you is plumb dumb. Girl, you is estupido. If you think that there isn't an AD out there right now making plans on taking a run at Urban for the 2023 college football season, you're a fool's fool. The fact of the matter is, Urban Meyer is a good coach. Maybe not for the Jags or the NFL, because sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like my cousin says, if one floozy doesn't get your goose, cook with another one. But Urban, if he so chooses, will be on the sideline again for a big-level program, and he will win probably a lot. And he also will probably hold up a trophy or two before he wraps up his career. I know you don't want to hear that, but you're going to take this medicine today. It'll be all right. Is it the trophy of the Idaho Potato Bowl? <laughs> Does that count? Casey Cuts, that's all I got to say about that. All right, all right, all right. I like I like what you're saying there. Um, uh, and by the way, Casey, uh, I heard know? that you're revising your history as well because I was working with you over no, at TV no. when uh, Urban uh, got picked up. No. And the giddiness. Uh, if you guys know Casey, no. he's not a giddy guy. Huh? He's no. not a giddy guy. Not really. He's a, the most crotchety 23-year-old I've ever met. Thank no? you. Ornery even. Thank and you. he was giddy, he hopping up and down the walls, no. being happy, floor directing. No. And so now I'm hearing that you have receipts to the opposite of that. Is that what you're trying to tell me, that you don't fall into this, hey, I always knew it wasn't going to work? Okay. So this is, this is real life. Text, my dad texted me Thursday, January 14th at 10.50, or 10.50 p.m., uh, they, they live in Colorado, so, you know, the time change, whatever. He said, Urban, wow, just heard. I said, yep, I'm sure he will quit on us like he did the Gators. My dad then said, we will see. And then I said, I think they might be chasing ticket sales, but I hope it works out. And then I said, did you watch the Purdue game? And we went on from there. So I don't think that qualifies as confidence. I remember laughing downstairs, floor directing, when they pulled out the Urban Era BAM. I wonder if that one got deleted yet. <laughs> Gone. Uh, yeah, I mean, they probably have the – it's probably the same one, and they just put the little fired over it. But um, I wouldn't qualify that as giddy. Look, when it happened, mm-hmm. I thought – I didn't love it. Right. Because it didn't – like, I'm – I don't know. It. I don't like – like, the old – Old college coach doesn't scream NFL success, in my opinion. If it was Lincoln Riley, I would have been a little different because he's younger. He understands how this works now. Urban Meyer obviously has no clue how anything works. And I don't know if it's because he's old. I don't know if it's because he hasn't coached in the NFL before. I don't know if it's because he's clueless or if he's a quitter or if he's a liar. I don't know, okay? But at the end of the day, I wasn't thrilled. But as a Jags fan, which I am, what option did I have but to be, like, a little bit optimistic? Did you ever hear me say we're winning the Super Bowl? Don't do that. Just because you didn't say that doesn't mean you weren't giddy. Okay? I was not giddy. I don't like the way that you framed the arguments. You're good, but, uh, but I, I understand your tricks right there. Of course you didn't say we were going to win the Super Bowl. You had some smart aleck response you probably said, but you were excited. You were happy. And granted, listen, I was excited for you guys, and I'm not a Jags fan, but even I said, like your dad, listen, I said you guys have three years maybe with Urban. Maybe. And that's if everything goes well. That doesn't mean that you weren't excited, though. Listen, we can, we can resp- uh, agree to disagree on that. But at the end of the day, the fact that this transpired in less than a year, 332 or 35 days, I believe it was, I put uh, in the title of this stream if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, so uh, you can let me know. But the fact that this happened 
in that short amount of time is a colossal disaster and one that should not be forgotten no matter what happens. Because whenever you click on that Jags Wikipedia, it's going to say Urban Meyer coached for 13 games, and the whole city of Jacksonville hates him. Don't let somebody catch him out in public, especially not in a dark alley, because that won't end well for Urban Meyer. But that sounds like a crime. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Uh, do you think I'm wrong? I just think that it sounds like a, at least a B felony. But do you think I'm wrong? I don't know. It depends on what part of town you're in. No, I don't think that matters at all. I think everybody collectively um, doesn't like to do, and they shouldn't because this has been a disaster. And if it's the reason Trevor Lawrence is ruined, he'll never be forgiven. We got more to do. ESPN 690 Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. We'll be right back. Stick with us. ESPN 690 Action Sports Jacks Overtime. These music beds are so good. I got to change the ones we have on the show from 3 to 6. Action Sports Jacks, that's what that show is. This is Action Sports Jacks Overtime. 3 to 6, Action Sports Jacks, 6 to 6.30-ish. Mondays and Thursdays, Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. Coming up tonight on ESPN 690, we got that Thursday night football. Two teams worth watching and listening to. The Kansas City Chiefs, as well as... The Los Angeles Chargers. Talk about that one in a bit. But coverage of that one will start at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 690, as well as Fox 30. Before that, uh, 7 o'clock on Fox 30. Brent Martineau, who uh, has not slept yet, folks. Um, give you a quick rundown of what Brent's been through. He woke up, not today. Today is Thursday. So he woke up on Wednesday morning. I don't know what he did before 3 o'clock, but he was, you know, awake and alert. He then did a radio show from 3 to 6. He then went did TV at 6.30. He then made a bam about Josh Lambeau getting kicked. He then did TV at 10.30 as well as 11.30 and also some hits in the 10 and 11 o'clock news. He then decided it was finally time to head home. When Urban Meyer gets fired, he turns around on the highway, comes uh, back or was going to come back to work decided to go home because they weren't going to go live in the middle of the night. Next thing you know, we're doing a three-hour Twitter space uh, on Twitter. That was pretty cool. You can go back and listen to that one. That's on Brent's Twitter. Uh, a lot of opinions from a lot of Jags fans. It was pretty cool to be in on that. We did that midnight till about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Shout-out to everyone that listened that was up for that. Uh, but nevertheless, Brent didn't go to sleep. He then brought himself back in here and was the lead story on Action News Jacks at 4.30. You turned it on. You clicked it on. They ran the open, whatever. They come out to camera. There's Brent Martineau and Phil Amato. And Brent's been going and going ever since. He has one more TV show to do, Fox 30. Earning that money. Oh, I tell you Earning what. that paycheck. Seven-figure Brent. That's what I call him. The Tom Brady of Jacksonville Sports Media. Hey, let me ask you one question. Yeah. I know we're jumping off of the Jags, but let me just ask you this before we uh-huh. do. Um, at the start of the season, mm-hmm. since you, you were kind of a soothsayer. Here we go. But... If you said at the end of the season, Urban Meyer and Josh Lambeau wouldn't be a part of this team. It's interesting. Like, would anybody no. have guessed that? Yeah, no. Um, and it's funny you bring Josh Lambeau into it because definitely not. Um, I, I would Now, don't get me wrong. Urban Meyer was probably safer in January than Josh Lambeau. But, yeah, that's, that is an interesting point to bring up. Um, I mean, at least with Josh Lambeau, you understood it, and now you start to wonder about it because of everything that has transpired. But 
he wasn't making his kicks. He was getting kicked, but he wasn't making his kicks, and that ultimately led to the departure of, I mean, Josh Scobie's obviously the best kicker in Jags history, but Josh Lambeau's probably second. Um, and now you have Matthew Wright, and obviously Matthew Wright made a name for himself in London, but um, it's there's no other way to describe it than it's been pretty weird around here in Jacksonville. Uh, this season and good news folks we still got two more home ones to go and two more away ones to go they will play the Texans at home at one o'clock on CBS 47 that's what I was trying to get at if you don't make it to the stadium but before we do that 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. ESPN 690 game day live from the Duval house Brett Martineau at will probably have slept before then hopefully I'll be here we'll be speaking about the Texans about the Jags about what's going to happen Join us. We'll be on the streaming platforms. If you're watching on a stream right now, we'll be there on Sunday. We'll also be on the radio, ESPN 690. We obviously appreciate everyone on the radio as well. But if you want to see what's going on, be sure to join the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all the spots to find us. And granted, a lot's going on with Urban Meyer, but there's other things going on. Um, Florida State had a rough one. Yesterday, National Signing Day, the first part, a lot of local guys signed. Um, probably work some of that in as we go along because there are two signing days now. But um, Florida State had a hard commit from the number one player in the country for a year and a half. They lose him on signing day to Deion Sanders in Jackson State. And, Brian, um, I'm not sure how to word this to you, but I'm going to try to figure it out live on the air. I'm white, Brian. And for those, Do I need to get the dumb button? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Oh, whoa, this is whoa, not going to go know. well. Let me scoop my chair. Okay. For those that don't know, Brian is, is a black man. What does this do for HBCUs? Because I, like, I understand it from the outside and how big of a move this could be, but you might have a, you obviously have a different opinion than I could possibly have. Well, first, I think it's a terrible look because this came one day after Florida State extended uh, Mike Norvell right. an additional year on his contract. So I don't know why that happened right before, why they made that decision to do that. But that's a terrible look for FSU. Um, but as far as it concerns Travis Hunter and Jackson State and that kind of talent going to HBCUs, I will say um, I didn't attend to HBCU. But I do understand the importance, just historically, what it means to this country, what it means to, um, to a certain community. And I will say this. This could be a game changer, but I'm going to wait and see. I think Travis Hunter is going to be all right. Uh, I think Deion Sanders is going to be okay. And I think Jackson State, which is already a good team, is going to continue to be a good team. But unless this turns into two, three, four, five, ten of the top 50 players starting to make that decision, starting to make it more than just, you know, a cool moment into an actual trend, um, then it really will just be a splash in the pan. But here's the deal, man. You can't understate the fact that this guy who had his pick of the litter, yeah. I mean, he put on the UGA hat yeah, and, and tossed that. He did. You know, before he did the FSU one, I know he had another hat up there as well. But he could have went to any school uh, in the nation. Uh, and this guy, by all accounts, is going to play on Sundays. That's just what we're going to assume. Yeah. Uh, just from his talent and what you've seen just from high school, right? That's kind of how this is going to work. For him to say, hey, I'm going to try to build a legacy, 
at a HBCU, at a school that's not, you know, a top 25 school, I'm not going to do what everybody else before me has done is huge. And here's one more thing. We talked about it, or I texted you about it, mm -hmm. and you guys spoke about it. This is a very nuanced uh, discussion and argument. But NIL is, mm -hmm. and on the one hand, I understand why people think it's gonna, going to be a slippery slope eventually, but it does level the playing field to a certain degree. Now, there's probably already schools who have departments focus just on NIL deals and building that up and how you can present that to recruits, right? That, that already started happening as soon as they signed that off as legal. But I got to tell you, man, uh, it's exciting to see whether or not this is going to start a trend. Because if it does, uh, it'll be an exciting time in college football seeing some HBCUs and other schools just in general um, have a fighting chance of getting these top players. Yeah, for sure. That's a good call. I, um, I would have said this if he went to Florida State, so it's definitely unpopular to say now, but I'm going to anyway, um, and I would have said it no matter where he went. At this point, does it really matter where you sign? Because you can transfer, and it's almost a guarantee that you're going to. Like, right. who's staying for four years anymore? Well, three years, let's just say, if you're that good, obviously. Right. Um, so, look, I mean, I, I hope he does, because I have no real, I mean, he's not going to, I have no, you know, dog in the fight here. I just hope that, uh, he made the right decision for him. But I do think it's interesting to see how it played out. And um, Deion Sanders, I guess, um, is a good football coach. He's a heck of a recruiter. But this it, it'll be interesting to see where we go from here on that. But it's definitely uh, an interesting story. And on the Florida State side of it, yeah, that's um, – you kept the rest of your class, which is um, important. But yikes for Mike Norvell the day after he gets a contract extension. Only one year, but – You know what gets me, Casey? What you got? Uh – just kind of getting off track just for a little bit. South Carolina keeps getting top 25 classes. Just oh yeah, just not yeah, just not yeah, doing yeah. the thing with it. And it doesn't matter the coach. Got to be real with you. It doesn't matter the coach. Just like hey, 20, 23, 15. I, I guess the problem is like there are eight SEC teams before them. Yeah. Uh, so that might be a problem. But yeah, I, I see that. And also South Florida, your boy Coach Napier, getting some talent in there, right? Did they? Are you still a free agent? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, no, can, never mind. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not even going to talk about him. Um, Spencer Rattler. I forgot. South Carolina, from Oklahoma, five star, uh, anointed like the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then got benched, but now goes to South Carolina. Um, I, I, I don't know how we didn't lead the show with that because we have a South Carolina fan. Uh, your your thoughts. SEC championship or bust or what? What's the situation? Yeah, there's not enough time in the show left for me to talk about that. That's one of those that, uh, hey, it's an upgrade. Okay, I think yeah, it is. By by all accounts, it should be an upgrade. So you're so you're happy, sort of. Well, here's the deal. You know, Spencer, even though he got benched at Oklahoma, he was at Oklahoma. Like he's used to winning nine, ten, eleven games. Oh, yeah. High school, same way. Uh, he was really good. He was out there when I was in Arizona. Uh, yep. And uh, I got to tell you. There are some things that I've heard from people who were out there uh, that never made it. And I got to tell you, he's been a, you know, he's been an issue for a while. He has some issues. Like, I'm sure most football players or just players in general, everybody has their stuff. But he got some stuff. So, you know, maybe if he can make sure to keep that in check because they're probably not going to win 11 games in Columbia. Not this season so? coming up. No, not this season coming up. You got you to gotta play Georgia. I got to look at the – I don't know who they catch on the West this season coming up. 
Yeah. Um, so they're probably going to have some struggles, even though it's an upgrade. I think eight or nine wins would be, I would be happy with that. But yeah, it's it's definitely a splash. Kudos to Beamer uh, for the incoming class in, in pulling Rattler. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge get, by the way. Uh, it looks like Georgia State, Arkansas, Georgia, Charlotte, SC State, Kentucky, A&M, yikes, Missouri, Vanderbilt, Florida, Tennessee, Clemson for Spencer Rattler in his first year. All right, we got one on the YouTube. Do you think transferring is becoming an issue in college athletics? It seems it's becoming way too easy and frequent. Yeah, this is actually an interesting story, the Quinn Ewers story. Uh, left high school early. I'm assuming you know the story, but if you don't, leaves high school early, NIL deal, all of that. Uh, number one quarterback in the class was supposed to be the current class that's signing, I believe, and left early, signed with the last class, early enrolled into Ohio State, played a game, I believe, didn't do much, uh, barely even gave it a try, but C.J. Stroud obviously seems to be the guy there, so he transfers to Texas. Um, what I mean, I what a disaster, in my opinion, Uh if the guy's the number one quarterback in the class, he leaves high school early, he does all his unprecedented stuff, and you don't even give it a chance? Like, what kind of world are we in where if you don't start immediately as a true freshman who's not even supposed to be in college of age and you leave? Hey, I have a different take. I know he had a NIL deal up there. Mm-hmm. I think that he probably wanted to play in the, at least the state of Texas. I think that he was like, hey, I'm going to go get this money, and I'm going to come on back because I can do that. So you're saying I think he gamed the system, and I'm all for it. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying, wait a minute. Let me make sure I got this right. I don't want to misrepresent what you're saying here. Yeah. You're saying that he went to Ohio State. Okay. Took the money. So far, it's, it's a go. He stole. He more or less stole the bag. Green light. And after he received said bag. Green light. He went back to Texas. Another green light. You got them all right, so man. Okay. All right. That's, I, that's a just, heck of a take. I'm just providing an alternate, you know, to what the current narrative probably is. And, I'm hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it's an issue yet. But when you have coaches that can get up and leave that's but fair. make sure that, hey, you guys, we're recruiting you. We're sitting in your homes. You've heard this story over and over again. And we want you, and I'm going to be here for the next three, four, or five years making sure that you get the best education and the best facilities, and I'm going to do my best to get you to the NFL, the next level. And the next thing you know, USC comes a-calling. LSU comes a-calling. Florida Gators, hey, they came a-calling. It's a fair... I want these kids to get their money. We, it hasn't been an amateur sport for a long time. No, I agree, and I want everyone to get their money, but, and I agree with what you're saying on the coaches. I absolutely agree. But in this case, stop me if I'm wrong, Ryan Day didn't leave, right? Right. Ryan Day's been the coach of Ohio State since Urban Meyer left. Yeah. So what What did he get missold on? Why does he have to wait on Ryan Day to leave? Well, you're saying the coaches – no, you're saying that the coaches can leave, but Ryan Day didn't leave. Ryan Day's the one that recruited him that sat in his living room. They brought him in, and right. he's still the coach there. Right. So the reason he's leaving is either, one, he stole the bag – as you're suggesting, or two, he looked at the situation and said, I'm not good enough to win this job and left. Whoa. Am I wrong? Whoa, I'm not good enough to win this job. How about maybe, you know, the coaches will not put me in that position. 
How about that? CJ Stroud is good. He is good. So he, you're not going to win the job over him. So you leave? You don't even try to compete? Well, if that is the case, it's still his right. And here's the deal. I don't have to wait for the coach to leave. The mere fact that the coach has the ability to do that at any point, he could have been, after Urban was fired, we could have gotten another little ESPN notification that said, hey, you know what? Ryan Day to Colorado State. I don't know. I picked a team. Sure. And that would have been it. And then it would have been okay for him to leave. No. He has a chance to do it. I have the chance to do it. I have to do what I feel is best for me. I know it's a team sport, but right now, I'm going to get this money, and maybe I did steal the bag, but I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go to the state of Texas. I'm going to find another coach that's going to believe in me enough to put me in as a starter. We hope. I don't know if he's going to start, but we hope. He probably will. But listen, here's the thing. We're not even really disagreeing, but at the same time, we're like we are, but we're not. It's weird. It's weird what's going on right here because I think you should be able to leave. I'm just saying from the outside, it doesn't look like he tried to compete. I'm just telling you what it looks like. So? I'm not saying. Listen. We do not care. Yeah, I know we don't, but. Thank you, Mike Tomlin. That's a good call. Uh, and someone on YouTube says, do whatever best for you as a player. It's your career. And I'm not... Thank you. Di- who, man, who is the... Hey. Zamar. Hey. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just... Sounds te- like you are. No, I'm not. I think you, I like the transfer rule. I'm with it. Mm. And I think the, if the coaches can leave, I'm on board 100%. But you're not going to sit here and look me in the face and tell me he tried. I don't know what he did. I have no idea what he did. Or, maybe he tried, okay, maybe he didn't. If you're, okay, if, you, if you're telling me he tried and he... Whatever, and looking ahead, he's conceded. Okay, that's fine. So then maybe maybe he's not as good as we thought. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he has the awareness, which is very rare for somebody that young. He has the self-awareness to know that I'm not going to beat out whoever for this starting position. Let me go somewhere where I can get starter reps, and maybe eventually I will be good enough. Maybe once we get to the next level, all these reps that I'm getting in college, actually does help me out at the next level that I wouldn't have gotten sitting behind whoever's in front of me beating me out year after year for the starting job. I don't know. That's fair, but if you're getting, I mean, let's be honest, if you're getting beat out, I mean, I know it's a long way to go, but why are we worried about the reps for the NFL? It's all about the NFL. Yeah, but if you're getting beat out for jobs already, like, is he going to get there? You got to get there first. I'm just saying. Anyway, we're out of time by by a good little minute, but that was, uh, that was good. By the way, Chiefs Chargers tonight, Thursday Night Football, ESPN 690, 8 o'clock. Uh, Brian Milton, I got the Chargers. Um, I think the Chargers are going to prove that they're legit tonight. They've had some question marks about that uh, this season. They lost to the Broncos in a game they shouldn't lose. They lost to the Vikings in a game they should not have lost. Lost to the Patriots, that's fair. Got pretty much embarrassed by the Ravens. But you beat the Chiefs uh, in your first matchup. Uh, in Arrowhead. I think the Chargers are legit. They take a step tonight. They win the football game. What say you? I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. That's weird to say for a 9-14. and 14. They're just different than what I'm used to, maybe because I have Travis Kelsey. He's not getting the football. He's just not. I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, they just put up 48 points. Listen, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I feel like they're looking different, but they are starting to turn it on. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I feel that. First week of the fantasy football playoffs, if you're interested in that, Austin Eckler will play. Keenan Allen is back from the COVID list. Me and Brian Middleton will not be participating because, get this, uh, me and somebody else you know, uh, Team CBS had a different name before that as well. Um, 
We missed the playoffs, although we were the top two scoring teams, but it's whatever. I got three other leagues. I'm in the playoffs, and I got Austin Eckler going tonight. Also got Justin Herbert. Brian Middleton has the Chiefs. I have the Chargers. ESPN 698 o'clock for that one. Fox 30 in a couple minutes. Brent Martineau. Uh, Jaguars report live. Or Jaguars all access. A lot of TV shows. Uh, now I feel like I'm the one that hasn't slept, but it's actually Brent Martineau. Otherwise, we'll be back with you Monday. We'll be back from 3 to 6 tomorrow. Me and Austin Lane will hold it down. Have a great weekend. Have a great night. We'll talk to you Monday. Oh,